my Tumblrinas. I'm Cherokee McAnally, head of entertainment at Tumblr, who watched at least 10,000 hours of TV in 2022. And I do realize that there are about 8,766 hours per year, and I'm sticking with my original statement. Yeah, no, you did it. You accomplished it. Yeah. I believe it. I believe in you. <laughs> And I'm Lauren Chippen, professional writer who is having a, a very nice sweet fat hog of, t- of Tuesday. <laughs> if you know, you know. We'll get to it. You know. And this is Dashboard Diaries, a podcast for you, the folks who are in this internet bunker with us. We talk about what's going on on our favorite hell site, get into what we like to call tumble lore, do fandom deep dives, and share the times when we've gone feral over a new ship. So to start us out, uh, how was your last week on Tumblr, Lauren? It's been good. Yeah. Um, it's been fairly uneventful. Um, I've just been, you know, continuing to reblog Last of Us gift sets. Um, and that's really been most of what I've been doing. I've also been um, trawling the the popular reblogs tab, which is one of my one of my favorites, uh, just to see what's like kind of, you know, going going around Tumblr. And um, I don't know if you've seen the Beefcake Craig post yet, but it's a dog named Beefcake Craig. And I just like that. I like that there's a little dog named Beefcake Craig. <laughs> that is an excellent dog name. And we'll, we'll reblog that for <laughs> yeah. sure. Cherokee, what about you? How's your last week been? Uh, it's been a pretty great week on Tumblr. Uh, very specific week on Tumblr. Uh, mm. <laughs> I uh, So we, this year, launched a new explore tab called Tumblr Today, where every day we pick a trending topic and reblog a ton of community posts about said topic. And since Ant-Man Quantumania came out on the 17th, we thought it would be That's very right. fun to do a Today tab that was about ants, wasps, and quantum <laughs> physics. Perfect. <laughs> so I dove really deep into those three tags. And let me tell you, the uh, the variety of ant, wasp, and physics memes on Tumblr is just something really special. So I uh, had a lot of fun um, exploring some communities I'd never checked out before. You know what? I believe that. That makes sense to me somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and we uh, we featured, we worked with Marvel Studios and they gave us a clip from uh, the Ant-Man Junket where Paul Rudd answered the question, would you still love me if I was an ant? And Classic. essentially just went into a tangent of ant facts. Uh, so <laughs> it was just excellent all around. Did you know what that there are uh, more than 12 quadrillion pounds of ants in the world i don't know how i feel about that information yeah just just really sit with that you know yeah i'm gonna be thinking about that for the rest of the day thank you pair, for that. pair that with the fact that an ant can lift up to 20 times his body weight so compare all the ants with all their power are they the most powerful force on earth hmm. well and then to tie it into my week on tumblr the virus in uh, the Last of Us, the Cordyceps, that's a that's a real fungus, and it does infect ants. It doesn't infect humans, and it probably oh. could not. But zombie ants are a real thing in life, so we might be in real trouble with these oh, twelve no. quadrillion pounds of ants. <laughs> They're coming for us! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Up next, we are going to dive into our dashboard confessionals check out our tumblr archives and what was happening around this time in our tumblr past uh so what's been on your dash in the in the past years what have you reblogged over the so 
I have a, a really Games. delightful reblog from five or six years ago, but I also have a post of my own from Ooh. seven years ago. Ooh, okay, that uh, has zero notes. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to add um, a couple on there, Lauren. <laughs> well, so I w- I was thinking about this. So I was like, I want to share this picture, but if I share the picture and then people reverse image search, will they be able to find my? Oh my! Like my secret Tumblr. So I think what I'm gonna well, do is after. Well, now they can because they'll do that because <laughs> you just told them how, Lauren. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna delete I'm gonna delete the the original post after this and then post it on my uh my my real like actual public blog. Good call. Um, because it's an Instagram post that I had like automatically published to my Tumblr, you know, through through that that integration. So it's a picture of of two gamarachi, which are these like um. Like it's like kind of like a squishmallow. Like they're just like they're like squishy animal plush stuffed animal things. Um, and the caption is, "This is me and Samurai Erica, which is Erica Ishii's Instagram handle, or it was when I tagged her in this. If we were Gamarachi, um, because we were in a web series about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is like the most." We were in a web series about Dungeons and Dragons back in 2015, 2016. And so this was like when we were filming and Erica and I were were um, just having fun with the Gamarachi that we had on set because it's, you know, D&D. And so there are lots of like nerdy props and stuff. So I, I this was such a nice walk down memory lane, not only because uh, making that show was so fun, but because Erica occasionally pops up on my dash here and there because they are part of the sort of the the like D&D live streaming actual play family. Um, she's done some critical role stuff and is currently in a Dimension 20 show, I believe. And obviously like those those shows do really, really well on Tumblr. And so it's just been awesome to see Erica thrive. And this has just been like a fun little memory from this this web series that we did called Natural 20. You can still find it on YouTube. It's a great time if you enjoy D&D. And honestly, even if you don't, I I was cast in the web series before I'd even played a single game of D&D and didn't understand any of the references. And that's kind of how I got into D&D. So it's a fun little thing. And the other, the other one is just this video of a dog putting on boots for the first time and walking around in these little boots. And it's just very cute and very funny. And uh, we will reblog that to dashboarddiaries.tumblr.com so you can see it and it and enjoy it as well. Of um, I love this, Lauren, especially when you were like the, a video of a dog putting boots on the first time. I was about to say, oh my gosh, I have reblogged that video, and then I clicked into it. Different dog boot video. Different, yep, dogs love just don't good, know what to do with boots. They just don't know. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> How about you, Cherokee? What do you have from the archives? So I have some very, very exciting legacy posts uh, today that I reblogged. And so both of these are from 2015. Yes, they're for, yeah. So both of these are from 2015. And so we are coming up on the eighth anniversary of both (laughs) the dress and the llamas on the loose. Uh, The the anniversary date, I believe, is February 27th or the 26th. It's one of those. God, that's right. Uh, That was the same day, wasn't it? Big, big day on Tumblr. Big day for the world, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Uh, So (laughs) just share it. Those two posts. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen this. Uh, and, you know, I hope to, you know, trigger some flashbacks. Llama drama. All right. Lama I mean, we drama. have to we have to ask the question. Cherokee, what color is the dress? OK, so the dress to me is gold and white. No way. Yeah. I'm a what? black and blue person. It is so what? obviously black and blue. No, it's so gold and white. I am looking right at it. 
And you're looking right at it, too. I'm, I am, too. It is blue and black. What are you talking about? That is so gold. <laughs> I love that even right now even we have now. the exact, you know, stood the test of time. The dress. Unbelievable. The, the dress is an enigma. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. What a just a lot of time traveling today. Just even even more so than usual, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> the posts today are really, uh, really time capsules. Like taking us back. I also can't believe that was eight years ago. God, yeah. That's I, nuts. Right? I so vividly remember that day at Tumblr. I was an intern at the time and it was absolute chaos. People were yelling over imagine. their laptops at each other like, is it blue or white? Is it like <laughs> blue and black or gold and white? I don't know. And then the llamas started happening. It was truly a core memory. <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. A fun Tumblr fact is uh, Kate Holderness, who discovered the dress because she was working at BuzzFeed at the time and running the BuzzFeed Tumblr, now is on the Tumblr editorial team. So wonderful full circle moment there. No way. Oh, yeah. my God, I didn't realize that, that she was at BuzzFeed when all of this happened. That's yeah. wild. She was the one who got the dress inbox and posted the dress uh, BuzzFeed article being like, what? Someone please tell me what color this dress is. Uh, so, you know, Kate's holder dress. Am I right? She said people already use that pun, so I'm not original there. But I, I mean, that, that makes <laughs> sure. sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Kate's has also wonderful opinions about uh, the Sandman, um, and you can go listen to that episode where we yes. have her on to talk about that. Uh, and with that, we're going to have a quick little ad break, and then we will be back with our categories for our little award show that uh, that we're doing. This week in Tumblr Vibes, if you are feeling like a lemon pig that was put out in the sun in January and you've started to shrivel, just remember, it is almost March. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, Lauren. So what four categories have you selected today for our Dashboard Diaries Award extravaganza? That's right. It is award season, and we are the sole, I guess, voting or not the the sole voting body, but the sole sort of uh, uh, academy, I guess, for the Dashboard yes. Diaries Tumblr Awards. <laughs> um, and yeah, I I came up with a couple of uh, well, the plan was to come up with like a couple of real categories and then a couple of silly categories, mm -hmm. and I just came up with pretty much entirely silly categories. Same. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars have the serious categories under control. Exactly, exactly. Which are they're like in, in two weeks, right? The Oscars yeah, are March like 12th. right smack dab. Yeah, in the middle yeah. of award season, and obviously these are the most important awards. Of, of course, all. these of the course. whole world is watching or listening <laughs> right now, Lauren. Exactly. <laughs> so my four categories are most niche discourse slash fandom drama, most shippable couple. That one's going to be a bloodbath. Best TV show for making gift sets, 
and best day of the week meme. And that is where Sweet Fat of the Hog Tuesday comes in, <laughs> uh, which we will get to when we get to our nominees. But Cherokee, what are your categories? All right. My categories are best Blorbo, self-explanatory. Uh, also, I think will be a bloodbath. And 100%. completely objective, I think. <laughs> or so, excuse me, completely subjective. Yes. There are oh, There is only one Blorbo. There's one uh, Blorbo. <laughs> <laughs> to rule them all. Uh, my next category is memed the most. Uh, so this can buy, be kind of like a blanket thing for either films and shows that was like had a lot of memes associated or just, you know, memes that really had a moment. Uh, next one is always fixating slash best new fixation. Couldn't pick one to fixate on one second, one title for the section <laughs> to fixate on, if you will. And then the final one is stranger than fan fiction. So this is titles that kind of read like or seem like they could be fanfic of themselves. I love that. I love that. I, I, I'm so curious to hear your nominees for that. I had a lot of fun uh, with, with putting these together. I'm also, I, I will say, I feel like I'm not discourse involved enough. I could only think of one discourse category. I was really like racking my mind and yeah, I got to get I, deeper into the discourse. I was trying to think of like the weirdest... Like I the the what I consider the um or what Tumblr often refers to as sort of the iceberg posts, right? Where it's like where a post sort of drifts past your dash and it's just like the tip of this like very deep, dark iceberg that you can't see the bottom of. Um, or like you're going over in like a glass bottom boat and you like see something deep down in the water, but you're just like, I'm just gonna move right on by. That's kind of what I was thinking of of like what's yeah. so niche that like I come across a post and I don't even know what's happening. That's why I only have one nominee for this category, actually. Oh, perfect. Same here. So I'm glad glad we're on the same page there. And then, as with all (laughs) of the categories, I don't know what you were thinking, but I was thinking we could then take it to the streets, as it were, take it to the Tumblr people themselves and get some submissions for these categories from our listeners and followers. Yes. I'm sure we'll have... We'll the have, most we'll have n- niche discourse <laughs> to, to yes, tell us. Please, please send us your niche discourse. I cannot wait to read all about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. Most niche discourse or fandom drama. What is your selection for this category and why? So some something I've seen in a couple of different posts that I'm are really only ever coming into my orbit because people are commenting on them for being so niche and for sort of being these like massive icebergs that you can only see the tip of is like what I can only describe as sort of the like vibrations, spirituality discourse fandom. So like these are people who like are always talking about the vibrations of different energies and things like that. And also realm shifting, which is a thing that's like very big on TikTok, I know, and that I do see on, on Tumblr sometimes. And there's always discourse around it in terms of, like, what's, like, okay to do when it comes to things like realm shifting and people's vibrating energies. And, like, any post I have seen of this kind has been completely incomprehensible to me. <laughs> and I'll have to go and, and, and dig some up. So that is my that is my choice for most niche fandom discourse. How about you? Excellent. Uh, so my choice is actually something that I talked about I think in one of the first Dashboard Diaries episodes, it is the Barbie slash Mattel doll collectors drama. 
Uh, if you if you don't recall, quick TLDR is there are three types of Barbie dolls. Uh, there's the original classic, and then there's curvy Barbie, uh, and then there's made to move Barbie who is flexible. And so the queen, they made a queen hundredth birthday Barbie, I believe. Rest in peace. And uh, not to the Barbie, to the queen. Um, and <laughs> and so this queen Barbie doll was the only uh, curvy Barbie that was all, uh, excuse me, curvy petite Barbie that was mm. made to move. So uh, this was like a very unique Barbie body shape. So the Barbie collectors of the world were getting the queen Barbie, popping her head off and adding on their own preferred Barbie heads. Um, So that was just a great, great little moment of, uh, I guess, yeah, I would call that discourse in the Uh, the Barbie fandom. I I would say so. That's that's part of what I was thinking about because I remember us talking about that. That is a a, a bonus clip on our Patreon if you would like to hear more about it. Uh, So up next, we have Best Blorbo, uh, which I kind of, part of me thinks that we may have some overlap here. We shall see. Uh, what, what are your selections for best Blorbo, Lauren? I, I'm having such a hard time with this. (laughs) Like, because I, I was trying to think of like, okay, who's the ultimate Tumblr Blorbo? Like, who is the Blorbo that like everybody on Tumblr is just like obsessed with, right? Mm -hmm. And like, I, you know, I think one of the classic ones is, is Loki, but Loki's a poor little meow meow. It's a different thing. And so I was like, all right, what's a Blorbo that I feel really passionate about? And I do think that the two that are like consistent Blorbos in my head that I think are also popular on Tumblr and becoming increasingly popular, at least one of them with the new TV show, are Bucky Barnes and Mm -hmm. Joel Miller from The Last of Us. So those are the two that are spinning around in my head in the microwave of Blorbo cooking. Um, But... I know that there is like a more interesting answer out there and I just haven't gotten hold of it yet. So I'm really curious to hear what your thoughts are on the ultimate Blorbo. So I will say I had a couple Blorbos in here that are definitely crossover with poor little Meow Meow or something in that space. And my there take is a on lot Blorbos of or opinion is that, you know, it's uh you can someone can be both a poor little Meow Meow and a Blorbo because Blorbo is so specific to an individual. That's true. Uh, where, but also, I was. This is something I was wrestling with, Lauren. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, it's been a rough week of really just introspection. Yeah, um, you know these, these <laughs> tough philosophical questions. Because you're right. Like Blorbo yeah. is like a, just like sort of a large category. But for some reason, there are certain characters that to me, like are can, just are, something else. Like Loki yeah. is like just a poor little meow meow. I don't know how to. And maybe it's just because he's not one of my Blorbos. It's just right? like a, could be. He might be somebody else's Blorbo. I don't know. Is is Loki your Blorbo? Let us Tell know. Us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my categories are Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. I think, you know, he just took the Blorbo community by storm. He was That's one true. of the most talked about characters of, or, you know, even topics of the year of 2022. Uh, and so I think, yeah, both from a Tumblr POV and from a my personal heart POV, Eddie Munson uh up next puss in boots i think really had a moment this year and there was really just had a moment yeah i just saw a lot of uh puss in boots up and about tumblr and people were really connecting uh and so you know look i um i stan shrek in any title associated with shrek in any way um it's a Mm -hmm, conversation mm -hmm. for another day but I'm, i'm a big shrek stan 
So I was just, you know, happy that uh, that the Shrek cinematic universe has been expanding and that Puss finally got his own film. So yeah. that was, you know, very exciting. Up next, also, I think this would be a poor little meow meow, too. But uh, Dream of the Endless from the Sandman. Yes. Yeah. A good yeah. overlap of Lorbo and, and poor little meow meow for sure. Yeah. Yes. Definitely like a wet dog of a man. Uh, yes. And I love He covers him. a lot of categories. He really, he, you know, as many grains of sand as there are, as many <laughs> categories of Tumblr fandom discourse there are for yes. Dream. Uh, <laughs> up next, uh, this is an actress and not like a character, but it just like had a real moment on Tumblr. Linda Carter. Uh, oh, so yeah. original Wonder Woman. So she, you know, joined Tumblr, has been having so much fun on Tumblr, like sharing community memes and... Uh, she was trending at number one when she joined Tumblr and someone screenshotted it and reblogged and said, Linda is Blorbo. And then Linda reblogged and said, I am Blorbo. And Incredible. so, yes, Linda Carter, I just had to had to put her in there uh, as an honorable mention because, you know, she's a Blorbo from our lives. Beautiful. That's and true. From our shows. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a Blorbo all around and from our dashboards. Uh -huh. And finally, because I could not narrow this down, I also put in Billy Butcher from The Boys. I could fix him. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is a good think, one. Yeah. He is a good one. <laughs> so yeah, quite a few in that category. Uh, really excited to see what other other people think as well. I really, yeah. I mean, it, Eddie Munson is like a very, very obvious one that I missed. I think because I was like going through the the Tumblr fandom blog again, just sort of like looking at like the most popular ships and the most popular fandoms and stuff, trying to be like, who's the ultimate Blorbo? Who's the ultimate Blorbo? And Steady continues to be, like, one of the top ships on yeah. Tumblr, just, like, even, what, now, like, half a year after that season aired. Um, They're going steady and still. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and in my mind, like, I, I, like, obviously, yeah, Eddie Munson is the, is, is the obvious choice because, um he's he's just like taken over tumblr's collective psyche but my mind jumped to like steve harrington as blorbo because he's one of my blorbos oh, so then yeah. i was like i'm looking through my own personal blorbo goggles and so i didn't suggest him but now i'm throwing i'm throwing him in the throw mix. him in there and he is he is really he's he's my baby girl he's my sweet cheese you know and so yeah. i i, I want to see him thrive i believe in him and his uh his future because yes. he does yeah. he is still alive r.i.p he has a future our good friend eddie munson maybe he'll come back all right. Up next, we have the most shippable couple category. So there won't be any uh, discourse on this one whatsoever. This is going to be an easy one, right? <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. So I I only picked two because I was like, I could I could make this list like 10 couples long and still not even be scratching the surface. Yep. And I, I was thinking about it and I was like, all right, what ships have like stood the test of time? What ships seem to appeal to lots of different people from lots of different fandoms? Mm -hmm. What ships can like draw you into a show? And what I came up with was Scully and Mulder. I think they have to be in there because they are like the, they are the, the ship that began shipping as a term. You know, it's like they are they are ultimate. And I still see tons of posts about them even now what, 30 years after that show first aired. It's incredible. Great choice. And then the other one, that, I mean, and, and to be fair, these are both ships that I ship. Um, but the other one, I, I think, has a lot of power that sort of is surprising given the size of the show and fandom that it comes from, which is Merthyr, which is Merlin and Arthur from BBC's Merlin, which I think... Love. 
<laughs> has really just like stood the test of time and it has so many great tropes to it it's got mm-hmm. bodyguard and person who's being protected it's got you know knight and right hand it's got you know king and peasant it's got enemies to lovers it's got friends to, to lovers it's got epic you know we'll never die we'll you know last forever i'll wait for you for two thousand years kind of love like it's got so many good tropes built in and it is a it is a ship that can that can draw people into actually watching that show. I know this for a fact because that's how I ended up watching Merlin was I was so compelled by the ship in gift sets on Tumblr that I actually started reading fan fiction for it because I was like, I know Merlin and Arthur. Like I know the I know the story. And I liked the fan fiction so much that I actually ended up watching the show. It was like a complete backwards trajectory to to seeing the show. So oh gosh, those are my those are my two <laughs> most shippable ships. What about you? So first off I love that you read the fanfic first and then went into watching Merlin because I watched Merlin from season one, episode one growing up. Incredible. Loved that show uh, before I was even talking about anything online. So actually just watched it with my dad. So all my fandom discourse was discussed with uh, Michael. Hey, dad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I completely agree with you. And I actually did this slightly differently. So all of my categories that I selected were from 2022. And so things that really like took off um, and had a big mm. impact in 2022, which I think will make for a really interesting mix of categories because you'll have like the totally. OG stood the test of time and I'll have the, you know, burned, burned fast and hot categories. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the first one I have is Black Bonnet from Our Flag Means Death. Of, of course. course. Uh, which is, of course, Steed, Bonnet, and Blackbeard. Uh, and then I wrote in all caps next to it, enemies to lovers. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we love. Uh, we love and then next we have Nandermo from What We Do in the Shadows. My new favorite show, by the way. I cannot stop watching it. Oh, incredible. Uh, can't believe it took me so long to start. Uh, and I wrote also, not technically enemies to lovers, because, you know, it's like familiar ex-vampire, but... Spoilers ahead if you haven't watched past season one. It turns out that Guillermo, ha- you know, is from a long line of vampire hunters. So secret enemies to lovers oh, uh, situation, excellent. perhaps. Excellent. Uh, and then the third one is a little more niche, but I think it really just like had a. Re- I really loved the commute, like the response around it on Tumblr was uh, Caliette from First Kill. Uh, right, yeah. And that's another great enemies to lovers, vampire hunter, vampire ship. Okay, I'm seeing a theme here with yeah, my there's favorite a- <laughs> ships. Uh, up next, it's uh, Jacob and Edward. Not actually, but I should add that in. <laughs> Buffy and Angel, Buffy and Spike. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a tried and true trope. Yeah, we love it. Um, all right. And then, so up next, our category is memed the most. So what do you have uh, What do you have for us for this one? So I decided to interpret this as like the thing that is the, that is like the TV show that's memed the most, or like the piece of media that's sort of put into as many memes and like is the most fun. Like I, that's how I interpret it. I was like, what's sort of the, the yeah. pinnacle of like a thing being memed? And so I picked Breaking Bad. Because Breaking Bad is a show that, like, has genuine fans on Tumblr and, like, has, you know, genuine posts and stuff. And everybody, even who's memeing it, I think is a genuine fan. But it's just, just, like, Breaking Bad 
I mean, it's it's like one of the most like successful critically acclaimed shows of all time. It's considered one of the greatest TV shows ever made. And it's like entire existence on Tumblr is m- memes. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. Like, I love that like Tumblr took this like incredibly well-crafted TV show and then was like, we're going to just make shit posts about it forever. So Breaking Bad was my sort of <laughs> one and only on this category because I feel very strongly about it. <laughs> Uh, excellent choice. I also, everything I know about Breaking Bad is from the memes. Uh, so right with you there. And so I went again with like things, memes that kind of came up in 2022, not all about media that was in 2022, but or titles that just their memes just can like have been going for years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the first one, uh, was an early 2022 meme, the live slug reaction meme, uh, if y'all remember. Fantastic meme. And which was, you know, it came up randomly because that was from a 2019 film, you know, Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker. So it was interesting that like almost three years after this film came out, uh, the live slug reaction just, you know, took the world by storm. Up next, we have the tickets to Barbie meme, which I really loved. And I also loved how much of a crossover with other titles it was. So it was like a a meme that encompassed so many other popular titles and memes like Stranger Things and uh, my, you know, many other shows that are escaping me in this moment. Uh, Up next, Goncharov. Need I say more? Of course. A Moment in Time. My favorite film. Uh, So just, yeah. Classic. Which yeah. is so classic. Um, so really, you know, happy to see that that finally got its day in the sun. Uh, speaking of days in the sun, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Just oh, that's a show, a really right. Like I had only again, I have only recently started watching It's Always Sunny, and it is so daunting because there are fifteen seasons so uh, and and counting. Uh, but it is like so many memes that just. I feel like they've just continued being used at the same rate, like the, you know, Charlie Day in front of the big, uh, what are the, what's it called? Conspiracy board. Thank you. Uh, Can I offer you an egg in these trying times? Just so many classics. Uh, And then finally, uh, a show that, again, I don't know if like (laughs) plot wise is popular on Tumblr, but SpongeBob and SpongeBob memes are just Mm, really such a unique side of the platform. Uh, And again, something that is sustained for as long as I've been on Tumblr and I'm sure before as well. So yeah, those are those are my categories. I really went in uh, on those ones. (laughs) I I love that. I mean, that's a really interesting wide selection of memes. And I think that like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is such a good poll because it does have its like fandom on Tumblr. It's not enormous, yeah. but it does have its fandom. It's but, actually but you're surprisingly right. big. Yeah, y- really? Yeah. I mean, I about I I pulled engagements on it, and it was around uh, three million engagements in the past year and a half. And if oh, dang. you some context on something, like if a title has more than seven figure engagements, it's you know we consider it significantly popular. Uh, so yeah, That's and awesome. then I also realized uh, when I did the poll, I wasn't even using a whole bunch of like the more commonly used community tags, the shorthand. Right. So I think the number could be double or triple what I actually pulled. That I mean, that totally makes sense. And like, yeah. but yeah, you're you're right in terms of the 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 language that it's given us. You know, it's like. Through all, through God, all things are possible. So jot that down. Like that's something <laughs> from the Always Sunny. Like there's so there's so many. That's yeah, man. I think. I'm not, I'm sort of casting mine aside and I want to vote for that one now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm excited to have uh, changed your mind on, even like the, you know, the episode, 
title <laughs> format. The gang like goes to like yes, all the yeah. like, I've seen people do that all the time as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, really. I mean, now I kind of want you know on um on the Tumblr we'll reblog some of those uh, yeah, memes sure. as well. And then, so up next, and uh, oh, I was about to say the final category, but for for you, but no, we have two more categories per person. So up next, best TV show for making gift sets. Excellent category, Lauren. What uh, what are your qual? What are your list items here? So first of all, I just want to say that like everybody who makes gift sets on Tumblr is like a perfect human being with unbelievably yep. unparalleled talent. And I love all of you and I'm giving all of you a box of chocolates. But I, I do think that there's like certain TV shows in which gift sets really shine because of like mm-hmm. the the way that the TV shows look or like the, the inclinations that fandoms have or what have you. Um, and my first one for this category is Stranger Things. I think Stranger Things offers like a really interesting mix of like gift set art, which is that first of all, the show's just like very visually striking and also it's set in the 80s. And like, I just think 80s aesthetics work very well in gift set form because um, of like all the neon and just like the bright colors and, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And there's a lot of really beautiful gift sets around, you know, that are like all around one color or or just around some of the beautiful shots in the show. But there are also a lot of very clever like funny gift sets and like uh gift sets there's there's this one that i'm gonna have to find that's like a fake commercial for steve harrington the babysitter and it's just like brilliantly made and then there's another one that i've seen that's like about steven and and uh eddie being dustin's dad and like like people are really like putting their all in some of these gift sets it's amazing so stranger things is one of mine the other the the second one is a bit of a um a bit of a smaller show, or I should say a much, much smaller sh- show, which is Santa Clarita Diet. And I want to shout out Santa Clarita Diet because I think that it does it does the thing, which is that it, it pulls gift sets and timing of gifts moving in such a way that even if you don't watch the show, you still get the punchline. It's like a, Santa Clarita Diet is a very, very funny show and a show that I've watched and re-watched many times. And one of my favorite things about some of these gift set makers is that you can like hear the way that the lines are delivered through the way that they put the text in. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a couple that I'll reblog that that do this particularly well. So um, Santa Clarita Die is my second. And then my last is a show that I've never seen, but that I find very compelling in gift set form because it's a just looks like a beautifully made show, which is Arcane, the Netflix show which is this really interesting animation style and the gift sets for it are just really beautiful and visually striking. So those are my three choices. Cherokee, what do you have? What TV shows make great gift sets in your mind? Uh, So I also have a show that I have not seen before that is animated and I think is just so beautifully like visually compelling and that I've loved the gift sets and that's The Dragon Prince. I just really yeah. love the animation style, uh, and so I have not I have not personally watched it. But every time a gift set comes by my like comes past you know on my dashboard, I like generally will reblog it to entertainment. I just really really like uh, really really like the aesthetics of Dragon Prince. Uh, in addition to that, these shows are shows that I uh, have actually seen. Uh, the other three that I have. So the first one is Severance. I just, it's so beautifully shot and I've seen a lot, especially on like the, you know, like 
cinematography side of Tumblr, like really leaning into the aesthetic of the show, which is just, I mean, I watched it. I watched it twice, not only because I wanted to figure out like what was going on, but also because it's just so beautiful to look at. Yeah. Uh, So and, you know, once again, that kind of like retro style, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think, you know, plays really well on Tumblr. Up next, what we do in the shadows. I know I'm 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 going to keep mentioning it because it just like it really That's very uh, rad. Fact, I love it. Inter- it's where I'm at at the moment, uh mentally, physically, emotionally, etc. <laughs> and also, uh speaking of, you know, performance on Tumblr, to give you some context, I pulled metrics on what we do in the shadows and since 2021, it has gotten 44 million engagements on Tumblr. So that's <laughs> posts, search, likes, reblogs. So uh, if something with one million is doing really well, like what we do in the shadows is, yeah, it's definitely not in the shadows on Tumblr, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then finally, uh, and also, oh, actually, I want to explain why I picked what we do in the shadows. So uh, not only is it like, I think it's really beautifully shot and the kind of mockumentary style makes for some really fun, fun gift sets. And I just think the one-liners are just really, really giveable. And it's the kind of show where completely out of context you can see a gift set and know what's going on and kind of get it and i just yeah i really love the aesthetic of the series and just how laugh out loud funny it is uh and also finally and kind of an interesting choice but also leaning into the kind of jokes and one-liner side of things is secession um there are just so many like weird little moments in it and i also was like yes it's beautifully shot it's an hbo show you know they spare no expense uh no expense in terms of aesthetics but I just think again the the insults in Secession, which I feel the same way about Veep. Uh, yeah, are just ten out of ten, excellent. And I've seen a lot of kind of little gift sets of those moments, uh, specifically between between Tom and Greg, who I didn't add into my into my ships list, but I may be may be talking about them a little later for another category. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, my third category is always fixating or best new fixation. So what do you have for uh, for this category, Lauren? This was tough. I mean, I I just answered both, basically. Like I okay. and, and I was like, all right, how do I how do I answer this like without it just being an answer for myself? Right. On like mm-hmm. the things that I'm always fixating on or a new fixation. But I decided just to answer for myself basically (laughs) so I I think for me one of the like the always fixating things that I have and that I think a lot of people also share is Stucky which is Stephen Bucky from the Marvel Universe I think that they are another ship that endures but I think more specifically like the people who are into Stucky are like really into Stucky and Mm -hmm. and it's just something that like I don't know. It's one of the it's one of the few ships that I'm a part of that like just always feels like a community that's kind of just like s- like steady and and never changing in like a really nice way, right? Like regardless of what happens in canon, we're just like kind of always hanging out. So mm-hmm. that's that's definitely a, an always fixating for for me and I feel like for Tumblr at large. And then I you know, I I had to throw the last of us in here for for a new fixation. It's not really a new fixation for me because I I loved the video game, but it, it does feel like something that's really taken a hold of Tumblr in a in a wonderful way. One of my Tumblr friends, actually, um, who I met through Tumblr, and now we're, we're IRL friends, started watching it, and she's never played the video game. She didn't know anything about it, and she's like, mm-hmm. actually, she got actually has actually gotten really really into it. And she did say to me after I sort of like convinced her to watch it and was talking about how much I loved it, she was like, I should have known uh, that I would love Joel because you do have impeccable taste in busted men. 
(laughs) That is maybe the best compliment I've ever received. So accurate. (laughs) So yeah, that's that's my those are my 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 two choices for this category. What do you have? Uh, So I have a few choices as well for this category. Um, Could not could not limit it. Um, So I have first off, The Last of Us was one of them. So excellent. We we have a crossover (laughs) there. Um, But then up next, uh, our flag means death, which Mm -hmm. I feel like just immediately became kind of like a fixation for the entire, you know, Tumblr verse. It was really exciting to see kind of everyone just pick up that show and run with it. Uh, so, yeah, I think always fixating, continuing to fixate, and best new fixation. Uh, up next, I know I mentioned it before for a different category, but Goncharov, I think, was also something that people yeah. dove into with their whole chest. Uh, so I think that was kind of like an interesting new, you know, fixation on Tumblr. Uh, and, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll it'll stand the test of time. I don't know how what the what our gaunch heads are doing at the moment, but, you know, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Keep, keep doing it. Keep doing it. And then last, uh, I actually put Heartstopper. So I think this was, you know, something that was just, yeah, like an OG fixation on Tumblr, something that really grew, like, you know, grew up and became super popular on Tumblr. Like Alice Oseman launched the comic on Tumblr. And so it was really beautiful to see, you know, it kind of come full circle with this series that, again, immediately just took Tumblr by storm. Uh, And so, yeah, and it'll be back this year for season two. So excited to see that, you know, that ball keep rolling. I love that. All right. So your final category, best day of the week meme. Uh, So could you give us a little TLDR on what exactly the day of the week meme is uh, and then your selections? Yes. So basically, Tumblr has a lot of holidays that it celebrates sort of as a, a collective real holidays and otherwise. And Part of this also is having names for day of days of the week. And this is something that has existed in, in other places on the internet. But Tumblr's really kind of kept it up. So it, it usually rhymes or, or has some sort of alliteration or it's coming from a particular meme. And then every time that day of the week pops up, every single week, people have like a lot of posts queued to celebrate that particular uh, day of the week. So I'm just going to run through each day. And I'm not really going to give an explainer for most of these, um, but I, I, I w- we will reblog posts on dashboarddiaries.tumblr.com. There's Energy Sword Sunday, Miku Monday, Sweet Fat of the Hog Tuesday, which actually came from a meta post about this exact thing called reblog. <laughs> it is Wednesday, my dude. Out of Touch Thursday, Flat Fuck Friday, and Radical Saturday. So those are my days of the week. And I realized that actually, like, this is sort of like a slightly limited category. So Cherokee, did you have any? Because there's lots of these. Did you have any days of the week that you brought in that you particularly liked? So I brought in three days of the week, and one of them is an overlap with yours. Oh. Uh, so uh, the first one I did was Tuesday again, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one, it is Wednesday, my dude. So a little crossover there. And then finally, uh, this one, which I think is maybe posted a little more recently, Um Happy How the Fuck Is It Not Friday Thursday, which I liked. Oh, I love that. That's cheeky. That's great. A little cheeky one, a little jazzy meme. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a good good call on your part on actually doing every single day of the week. That that, that was a smart move there. <laughs> just picked, just picked that, that solid midsection, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, and then my final category, stranger than fan fiction. So titles that feel like fanfic. 
So I have a few for this. So I picked a title and then I kind of like specified like a moment or something that kind of felt like fanfic-esque. So Succession, every single scene between Tom and Greg, you could cut the sexual tension with a knife. Like their scenes just get more and more bizarre. I'm sure uh, the next season, which premieres March 26th, will have some more key Tom and Greg moments. Uh, And so that little corner of the show. I completely misinterpreted this category. <laughs> I forgot that that like internally when you guys are promoting something, you you like call it titles. And so I thought literally it was like oh. titles of TV shows that feel like they could be fan fiction. My bad. <laughs> no, I just like compl- I was like, wow, that's so specific. And I'm having that's such so a hard time. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll come. I'll come up with some additional ones. Yeah, we'll, start, uh, but, but we'll have a little added. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but continue. <laughs> um, next, I have our flag means death. Just every single I, I thing mean, about yes. the show. Yeah. Everything about it. I love it so much. And also, finally, Venom Two. A couple mm-hmm. specific things. So first off, there was a Tumblr post that essentially predicted or inspired the opening scene from uh venom 2 where (laughs) eddie and the symbiote are like making breakfast and like having an argument into like that was a tumblr post and so that was incredible and yeah just the whole like kind of back and forth and like banter between eddie and the symbiote like sounds like fanfic i mean it Mm -hmm. really feels like and it feels like venom 2 as a film was like a love letter to the fandom community uh, so those are those are my selections for those are very good ones. So what has you in your feels this week, Lauren? So I have been playing Dragon Age Inquisition, which is a Bioware game from uh, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, it's an RPG set in a fantasy world. It's very D&D-esque. And Bioware is the company that also makes Mass Effect. And I played Mass Effect last year, the whole trilogy, and absolutely bonkers fell in love with it. And it's taken me a little bit, a little bit to get into Dragon Age. It had like a little bit of a slow burn, and I kept, so I kept being like, "But I know how Bioware games work. I know that I'm gonna hit a point where like everything kind of opens up story wise, and all of a sudden I can't stop playing it." And I hit that point this weekend, and now I hate that I have to go to work every day because all I want to do is play Dragon Age Inquisition. I am, <laughs> and I'm currently romancing every single character that is possible to romance before deciding on one, and trying to kill dragons and absolutely failing. Um, and I'm just having a grand old time. How about you, Cherokee? What's got you in your feels this week? I am continuing my watch through what we do in the shadows. And I am just falling more and more in love with every character, obviously, but especially Guillermo. I mean, just what what a cinnamon bun. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess cinnamon with an S now. Uh, well, always, <laughs> always with an S. Because uh, of the because of the murders and the sure. covering up the murders, but sure. yeah, I just yeah, big like I love what we do in the shadows so much. I'm having so much fun watching through it, and yeah, think about uh, you know Guillermo lives rent free in my mind. I love that. I still need to watch that show. I need to get on it. This this might be the oh thing that my inspires gosh. me. Yeah. I can't believe I spoiled an aspect for you. I thought you'd no, see no, no, it. No, no. I'm no, so no, sorry. No. I I I am aware of all of it. I've seen so many gift sets okay. on Tumblr. I know what happens in the show. Okay, okay. totally good. <laughs> And that is it for this week. I'm Lauren Chippen, and you can find me at thelaurenchippen.tumblr.com. And I'm Cherokee McAnally. You can find me at chero.tumblr.com. This has been Dashboard Diaries, and may your anons always be loving, your dash always refreshed, 
your gifts always be loading. And your ships always canon. May the fix your reading always be finished. And the answers you seek always in the reblogs. Thanks for scrolling with us. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.